I'm walking Batty here at the college on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Just saw a funny interaction where I walked by the main college square, what they call Red Square. And uh, there was two young guys playing frisbee, which is a great place to play frisbee. Big open area. Perfect place to play frisbee if that's what you do. But this middle-aged woman was walking by. And she just started telling them they need to move. They need to be careful not to hit this... I guess you'd call it a statue or a sculpture. It's made out of wood. The school has always had this big, tall, Native American wooden sculpture at the entrance. Just a Native American woman. And she was telling them to like get away from that and not let the frisbee hit it. And then, she, and then they were like, okay. And she's like, if the frisbee hits it, it'll make a dent because it's it's made of cedar. I just thought that was so funny. It's like that's such a you know people have become very aware of that archetype. You know, the middle-aged woman who is constantly telling people what to do and meddling and things. It's, it's what people refer to as the Karen, which I hate. I hate that term. I hate the way it's used. It's one of the, is it, that, that term is a good example of like where that's a real thing. What people are referring to when they call someone a Karen is a very real thing that we've all experienced throughout our lives. It's not like they just made that type of person up. But like a lot of this stuff... You know, when a term like that gets created and someone's like, oh yeah, that is a thing. That is a thing I've always observed. They start trying to apply it to everything. They start using it as much as they can because they get giddy. It's almost like if you, if you learn how to use a new tool, you want to start using it on something. Like you order a, a soldering gun in the mail, a soldering tool. You want to start soldering a bunch of shit that you probably wouldn't have otherwise. Same thing with language. Where when you learn a new term and it makes sense, you're like, I want to use it for everything. So you start using it for everything and it loses its meaning. But uh, this lady was definitely that. And it was, it was, it's so funny to me though, because it was just, the boys, they just kind of went along with it. They were just like, sure, but it's like, I saw, before I even heard her, I saw the, the two guys playing frisbee, and I had no thoughts about it. The only thing I thought was just like, oh, I don't want to get in their way. I don't want to get in their way. It's, it's probably one of the last warm days we'll have in, for the next six months. It's almost summery out, even though it's October now. So these guys are playing frisbee. All I thought was just, oh, I better not walk in their path. But this lady saw them and was like, oh my god, they're gonna, their frisbee's going to hit the wooden statue and damage it. Yeah, cedar's a soft wood. It's what we call a soft wood. You ever heard of soft wood? Now, cedar's a soft wood, but it's like, you know, you put a statue out, like this thing's going to weather, you know, it's going to be out there in all kinds of weather. It's right at the front of the school. It's exposed to the elements. And you're worried about a frickin' frisbee damaging it? Like, on the off chance that their frisbee hits the statue and makes a tiny dent, 
Like I'm, I'm imagining some cartoon scenario where the frisbee hits the statue and it just disintegrates. It just blows up. But it's like for her to even think about that. In the short amount of time that she was walking by those boys, she suddenly got concerned that their frisbee is going to hit the wooden statue and cause significant damage to it. The reality is she just wanted to meddle in their, their affairs. She saw two boys, two young men, enjoying their freedom, throwing a frisbee around in a wide open space. They looked like they were good at it too. They didn't look like, even if frisbees were these dangerous objects that destroy wooden statues, and this is a huge statue, this thing's not brittle. This thing's not brittle. It's a huge statue. It's a giant woman. It's giant. But it's like these guys were good at what they were doing, too. I could tell they were good at Frisbee. You could tell from their body language, the way they were throwing that thing. I ended up paying more attention to what they were doing because of this interaction. And they looked like they were good at it. So on the off chance that they throw a, such a wild throw... That the frisbee hits the statue it's like then you have to consider that that's somehow gonna do horrible damage but this woman's mind went there and you could tell she was just she saw two people having fun and it was an opportunity to tell them what to do which is what that type of person does it, it's what that when people talk about a Karen or whatever that's what they're referring to it's a person who meddles in something unnecessary who disrupts other people out of some false concern because what I just heard was a false concern and it brings everybody down a little bit like the young guys are just like yeah yeah they obviously weren't going to confront this lady or be jerks but just the tone of her voice, too. It was a really unattractive tone of voice, because it usually is. And the thing is, that there are two sides of that coin where that type of woman has a, a, a positive side. You know, sometimes it takes a middle-aged woman to say, hey, what you're doing is dangerous. What you're doing potentially has some kind of risk. What's going on is wrong. Oh, hey, my... My food is undercooked. But it's a power thing. You know, it's a way to exercise power over other people is the negative side of that coin. The dark side of that moon is, oh, I have an opportunity using my voice to express some kind of false concern to control other people or make them do something. And that's what I just saw. You know, there was, if they were playing Frisbee on the edge of a cliff, or if they really were, you know, if they were if they were throwing baseballs around. Let's say they were playing catch with a baseball next to a bunch of glass windows. I could totally understand her being like, hey, maybe you shouldn't throw a baseball around next to a bunch of glass windows. Very valid. Boys will do stupid things like that. When I was a kid, my mom got me a BB gun. A baby gun. Got me a baby gun. BB guns are for babies. 
And my sister's boyfriend and I, he had one too, and we were in the yard just shooting them at things, being safe. But then just on a whim, I saw this leaf hanging from a tree near the house. And without thinking, I just went up and looked at it. And I just go, oh, I'm going to shoot that leaf. And so I did, but guess what was on the other side of that leaf? A window. Didn't even think about it. Didn't even think about the fact that that BB, that baby, is going to go through the leaf and damage the window. And that's exactly what it did. I just, I fired the BB gun, and all of a sudden there's a tiny little hole through the window. My mom didn't get mad. You know, I didn't do a lot of reckless, stupid things. I wasn't a destructive kid at all. When I was destructive, I burned action figures. You know, I would do I would do the sort of things that boys do, but I wasn't reckless. So she didn't get super mad at me. She replaced the window, but it was a good lesson because I felt terrible. And more than just replacing the window, I felt terrible because of how stupid I was in that moment. It was just total whimsy, what they call total whimsy, where I saw this little leaf, and I was like, oh, shoot that, I'll shoot that. And I shot it, and it damaged the window. So if you have a lady being like, hey, maybe maybe don't fire your BB gun right by the window. Oh, hey, maybe don't throw a baseball next to a glass statue, if that was the scenario. But it's like, you see boys playing frisbee in a big wide open space and there's a giant wooden statue very solidly built it's meant to be there probably for decades that thing is designed to be there for decades it's actually the second one that I know of when I was going here they had an almost identical one that eventually just kind of you know took a beating from the elements maybe the last one maybe the uh the last one of these Native American statues they had. Maybe the real reason they had to take it down is because so many Frisbees were hitting it. No, but really, it's like, they, apparently they make a new one every once in a while, but the one that was there when I went here that they eventually replaced with an almost identical one, it was here when my sister went here, I'm pretty sure. These things are meant to last decades. So the idea that, that this thing is... <laughs> the idea that these, these giant wooden statues are so vulnerable that a little ding from a frisbee and just that her mind went there it just it blows my mind I'm not I'm not saying this because I'm upset about it it was just a little moment it was just a little example a little case study in how the brain works where her mind thought her mind saw two boys playing frisbee next to a big wooden statue and her thought was like, oh, if that frisbee hits the statue, it could cause a little ding that nobody's going to ever see. Like, the math inside of her brain did that equation. But the reason it did that was clearly just to exercise power and authority. There's no other reason why she said what she did. That's why that is an archetype of person. And even though it has a good application, hey, boys, don't do that dangerous, reckless thing. You know, we need middle-aged women to do that. You know, we need middle-aged women to step up and say, hey, boys, don't do that stupid, dangerous thing. And every time a woman vocalizes that, isn't her being a quote-unquote Karen. But when you see the other side of it, which I just saw, it's like, that was so unnecessary. She should feel stupid for doing that. She probably won't, though, because you could tell she was smug. 
You could tell from her tone of voice, she was smug about it. She thought she was right. But, uh... I might walk by those guys and, uh... I want to walk by them and tell them, maybe you should hit that. Maybe you should hit that statue. Because that makes you want to do it. These kids were respectful, though. These kids were very respectful. And... <laughs> Yeah, but in that situation, though, like I've been in that situation myself where, where some adult tries to tell you not to do something. I mean, it's kind of a version of what I was just talking about the other night. The old man at the football game when I was a kid, I stood up for the Pledge of Allegiance and he came down from his seat to whisper scream in my ear to take my hat off as if I did it deliberately, as if that means anything, as if patriotism depends on taking your hat off at a football game. You know, it's a different side of that. You know, those are both, you know, archetypes of people. And what's funny about that is, you know, they always feel very right. They always feel very correct in what they're doing. It's funny because it's like 10, 10 minutes later since that happened. And I'm back to where those guys were playing Frisbee and they're not here anymore. You know, I don't mean to turn this into a whole fan fiction. But they looked like they were in it. You know, we still got a few more hours of daylight. It's very warm out. Like when I saw them, it looked like they were invested in what they were doing. And now, a, a few minutes later... Whoa, there's some dog noises there. Yeah, now a few minutes later, I come back to where they were and they're not even in sight. Those boys aren't even around. I can't help but imagine it took the wind out of their sails a little bit. Getting lectured took the wind out of their sails because 10 minutes later they're gone. Like I said, I don't mean to read, I mean, I read too much into everything, but in this case, <laughs> in this case, it's like they just got lectured about playing frisbee next to a wooden statue and 10 minutes later they're gone. That's what it does. It takes the wind out of your sails. When you're in the moment and somebody takes you so far out of the moment, it's probably one of those ladies, too, who's always like, no bad days. You know, I'm, I'm here at the liberal arts college. She's probably like, everybody needs to be in the moment. Listen to Eckhart Tolle. Meanwhile, there's two guys playing frisbee on a really nice day at the college, and you just rip them out of the moment, lady. You rip those boys out of the moment. This land is mine. God gave this land to me. This brave, this golden land to me. And when the morning sun reveals her hills and plains, I see a land where children can run free.